The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank discussion with passion on CJD 800. Coming up on the program, you get to meet our Bachelorette of the Month. Once a month on our Dating Dilemma show, we feature a Bachelor or Bachelorette, and you get to ask questions, and then you get the chance to meet them at one of the Cook and Date events. I will tell you far more about that, but just to let you know, our Bachelor of the Month, last time who was here, found a match from the show, so could be your turn. Plus, we have a free gift certificate to one of the Cook and Dates events to give away. But first... Time to check out our inbox. Your texts are always welcome. Connect with passion at 514-800. Remember, you can always email me to laurie at com anytime during the week, or you can uh, text me anytime during the show at 514-800. And if I don't get to the question at the beginning of the show, I will at the end of the show. Uh, one question came in. You had a show about lifestyle, uh, or so it should be the lifestyle. Actually, my girlfriend and I were discussing it for a while. She mentioned to me that there is a man at her work who I have met. He's almost 20 years younger than her, and he is very interested to have sex with her. When I said no, she says that I am jealous of his age. Is it true? Now, I I can't really answer whether it's true of you or not. Only you know how you feel about that. Are you, in fact, jealous or is it because you just don't you're not really ready even though you've discussed the lifestyle and what's the lifestyle what we're talking about is uh, the swingers lifestyle so uh, we're talking about consensual uh, non-monogamy basically so maybe you're just not quite ready to uh, to go down that route, but you've got to look into yourself to see, is this something you want or is it not something you want? And that's okay for you to say, uh, I'm not ready for that is perfectly fine, but you have to know um, why is that because you were having that conversation. So it might be confusing to her because if you say, oh yeah, I'd be interested in trying that. And then she says to you, well, I'd like to have sex with someone else, but it's not that simple. When you choose together to be in a non, in a a, a consensual non-monogamous relationship, there are rules, there are uh, boundaries, but that has to be uh, very much discussed together. The two of you have to come to an agreement and to some boundaries or rules as to what what is okay behavior. Like, is it okay for us to go to a swingers club? Is it okay for you to go have sex with a coworker? Is it okay for me to go to a, a prostitute? Is it okay? Like, what does it all mean? So it has to be spelled out really well. Uh, before. Otherwise, things like jealousy and insecurities and all kinds of things can come up if you don't actually talk about it uh, in that way. So I hope that answers your question. Uh, Hello, Dr. Lori, a longtime listener of your radio show on CJD. I thoroughly enjoy your show and the insight you bring through mature and open discussion. Thank you. I would like to know if you are aware of a support group and or discussion group social club for bisexual men and women over 30 in the Montreal area. I've asked around and have not been very successful. Three years ago, following a serious illness after years of denying and suffering, I accepted and embraced the fact that I am bisexual, or at least bi-curious. 
Never came out to family, just a few close friends. I've loved four women in my life. I'm in love with a man in a long-term, in a long-distance overseas relationship, close friendship for 16 years. This man is a close friend, a confidant, and lover. We talk, text regularly, sometimes several times weekly on WhatsApp. This special relationship has gotten stronger over the years since my illness. We meet up each summer for the past three years. He is involved in a relationship with a woman. She is aware. Romantic fantasy on my part? What do you think? Um, That's hard to tell just with the information you've got there, but he's involved with a woman who's aware that he has, does, is this woman aware of the extent of the relationship that you're in? Like, does he feel the same way that you feel? Does he feel in love with you as you feel with him? And how does his wife, girlfriend feel about the fact that he has this emotional attachment to you? I'm not sure she's got the whole picture. Uh, and if so, how does she fit into all of this? And what does he ultimately want? Does he want to just keep living a dual life? I don't want to say a double life because if he's not keeping any secrets, it's not a double life, but a kind of a dual track, two track life. Uh, and it's just easier because you're not, you live far away. And so he just vacations here and, and, and that's it. And it works for him. If you're looking for more, you need to spell that out, that you're looking for more and find out what he's looking for. Is he looking for more? Uh, and then if that's the case uh, and you end up together as a, a, a in the same place, location, as a relationship, then now you would be in a gay relationship and no longer... Well, you you're still you can still be bisexual, but at this time, if at this point in time, you would be in a homosexual relationship, and so then uh, you want to talk about coming out. Like then at that point, do you come out to your family? Like there's all kinds of other issues um, surrounding that. I, I'm not sure I've answered your question exactly, but I I don't know if if this is a, a romantic fantasy. It could very well be that you're making something of it that isn't being felt in the same way back. And then that would be you building it up into something. So you might, might want to have a good conversation with this uh, lover uh, and see where he's at as well. A uh, question here, is the G spot a real thing? I love that question, the G spot, because there's been so much talk about this over the years, starting with Dr. Beverly Whipple, who is a pioneer in sex research, uh, who you know discovered it. But it, it isn't really, if we look at it anatomically, there's no such thing as the G spot. But that's not that's not the whole the whole answer. Um, it's actually part of the clitoris. It's part of the clitoral network because when you are stimulating the G-spot, you're actually stimulating the back end of the clitoris internally. Remember, it's a much larger structure than that, uh, the bulb of it. There's a shaft, there's legs, there's, uh, there's bulbs on either side of the vagina as well. So you're, you're stimulating, um, 
when with the G spot with the fingers inside and doing a, a come here motion, that is the underside of uh, the clitoral shaft that you're actually stimulating. So it isn't like it's one area of nerve endings, which was once thought that's what it was, but that's before they discovered that the clitoris is much bigger. And I just saw a picture of a the whole clitoral structure in its actual, not a diagram and not a 3D thing, but from a cadaver. Um, not in real life. I saw a picture of it, uh, which I thought was really interesting because it's only recently that we have this information at our disposal, which I find fascinating that we haven't, you know, you think you know everything about sex that there is to know at this day and age, but clearly not. More and more research is needed and more and more research is done. But even in terms of physiology, we're still uh, learning. So remember, the G-spot is not a spot. It's part of the clitoral, internal clitoral network that you are uh, working on there. Uh, coming up, we're going to meet our bachelorette, of the month. Marilyn joins us along with a couple of other people on our Dating Dilemmas panel. This is Passion on CJAD 800. Tonight on the program, uh, it's going to be fun. We have our Bachelorette of the Month. Last time on our Dating Dilemmas, Joe was our Bachelor of the Month. And guess what? He found a match. So we're very happy about that. Um, in studio with us, we have Christina Mucciardi of cookanddate.com and Fritz Gerald Morisot of elitespeeddating.com. And Marilyn joins us, our Bachelorette of the Month. 29 years old. You can ask her any questions. Of course, she reserves the right to not answer the questions if she <laughs> finds them, you know, inappropriate or what have you. Uh, that's okay. Um, but, and if you're interested after tonight, if you're interested in meeting her in person, you can do so at a cook and date event. So, and Christina will tell you uh, when she'll be there, and and Marilyn will be wearing a sign. Did Joe wear the sign, no, he Christina? Didn't wear a sign. He didn't even wear it. You had to point him out. Yes, he I was too embarrassed. Okay. When he, yeah, when he came in, when the, when the when the bachelorette came in, that one that the the, the ticket. Tickets, okay. We, we okay, you introduced him yes. there. But it's just that even if you don't win the tickets to go, and mm -hmm. you're interested in meeting yes. uh, Marilyn, Marilyn, you can just you can go. Just she'll go. wear. Absolutely. She'll wear. She, you'll be okay wearing yeah. that, right? Yeah, bachelorette of, of the month thing. Okay. Absolutely. We'll get you like a sash or something. Thing. A, tiara. a tiara or a tiara. <laughs> I like the tiara. We'll do the tiara a bit. Uh, so if you have any questions for Marilyn, send them along here at 514-800. Last time we focused on dating after 50, mm -hmm. right? It was like a, a, an older age. Now mm -hmm. we're uh, bringing it down a bit and uh, going for a bit of a younger crowd, which brings us also to the topic of the digital world of dating. Because those of us who are in our 50s, of course, did not have these apps and and we you know some of us may have been on the cusp of like um, some of the dating websites mm -hmm. at the time which cost that I remember at the time cost a lot of money to yes. join and they yes. became all free and whatever mm -hmm. or mostly free so that that has changed so now we have a whole digital world of dating and we want to talk about the advantages and disadvantages the joys and the disappointments and I want to hear from from you who are using whatever age you are uh, are you using these apps and do you pine for the old-fashioned ways of uh, meeting people like at a bar or through friends or at an event 
which would you prefer? Let's talk about the highs and lows and the, the pluses and minuses of this digital world of dating that we uh, that we, we live in now. But first, I really want to introduce our, our uh, bachelor. Or actually, I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself, Marilyn. How would you describe yourself? Well, I think I'm a very resilient woman. Okay. I'm super independent. Um, I was a figure skater for 13 years. So Wow. Yeah, so that was a big part of my life, and so I had to grow up really quickly. So I think that I'm also a very old soul. Um, and yeah, and when it comes time to love, I've been very unlucky, but I'm hoping to change that. Why have you been unlucky? Like, what's what has what have been the issues that have kind of blocked that? I think with the two people that I've been in relationships with, you know, they weren't necessarily, the feelings weren't mutual, you know, and I tend to fall really quickly in love with people okay. so okay. that can be you know it can not be so good right yeah. it can also be scary maybe absolutely. for the other person right absolutely and then after you know falling you know deeply in love with someone starting all over again is scary and it's you know yeah. it's hard nowadays especially like you were saying with the digital world you don't know who you're going to be meeting and it takes a lot of time to find someone that interests you right so so I guess the big question would be what is it that you're looking for I'm looking for a best friend someone to laugh with Christina and I were talking about this before coming on air that her and her husband they laugh all the time together they wake up and they're laughing on their way here to the studio they're laughing and that's what I'm looking for someone to enjoy life with so somebody you can laugh with anything more specific about the guy like the age, mm -hmm. uh, certain look, uh, a career, like what? what I'm very more. career driven. So okay. um, I work in communication. So my career is a big part of my life. So I'm definitely looking for someone who, you know, enjoys what they do, that, that has a passion. And who can do. handle that you have Absolutely. a passion for your work. Yeah, because that's been an issue in the past. A lot of people see that as, oh, you know, she's this very determined woman. Maybe she makes a little bit more money than me. But so they're intimidated by that, by, right. you know, mm -hmm. my success. But I if independence. Any, yeah, I independence. absolutely. I find that's something with younger men too. Sometimes women that are very independent, they tend to shy away from yeah. in, in her age category. Right. Not so that's much. That's interesting. Yeah. Right. So would you be looking for someone who's older? Absolutely. Like, for example, I went to a cook and date experience <laughs> mm -hmm. last month and uh, I asked Christina if I could attend you know, the older... Mm, it was 35, 45. Yeah, exactly. Through, yeah. Okay, yeah, so I'm you'd be okay with a, absolutely. anyone up to what? what? What's your cutoff? I say my cutoff is 40. 40. Yeah. So your cutoff is 40. So yeah. if uh, you're listening and you're interested in dating someone who's 29 and you're up to 40 years old and uh, you want to know more <laughs> about Marilyn, then, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's ask the questions. Uh, anything you want to add, uh, Christina, that you f would find that you think would be helpful or ask uh, Marilyn questions that you know guys would be hmm. looking for? Well I, can, or... well, I can say from the last event, I mean, she was a riot. Like everybody. So she's funny. Funny. Okay. Uh, super like open minded, you know, like. Uh, uh, it was a sushi event. She okay. didn't even like sushi. <laughs> That's cute. So you're adventurous. Yes. Okay, that tells me yes. something. Okay. Yes, and made the best of it. You know, like, was there and, 
you know, there's those Debbie Downers at certain, cer- cer- you know, during mm-hmm. certain circumstances. But she made the she looked at the positive side of everything, you know. And so that tells me something else. So you yeah. see the you see life half like the glass half, half full, full, not half empty. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. so positive outlook on life. Yeah, and I think and I could see even by her interactions with the men that night and everything that that's I think what she's looking for too. Someone that that fits that that sort of persona, you know, like that they could live life together in that sort of you know. Um, vision more fun loving well it's about values right Mm -hmm. so if you if this is how you approach life you want someone else you don't want to have to lift somebody else you want somebody to be able to keep up with you in in that respect yeah hold my hand and you know do it together instead of having to babysit (laughs) (laughs) yeah women don't want to do that so much even though uh, when you say babysit, I'm thinking caretaking mm-hmm. because we're often primed for that mm-hmm. as women to, to be the yeah. the caretakers and, and giving too much at our own expense. Absolutely. As a guy, Fritz, uh, any questions that you think guys would uh, want to know about uh, Marilyn? As a guy, well, <laughs> as I'm sitting here and I'm listening to all three of you, I'm thinking, <laughs> okay, here. <laughs> Would 40 be a hard line if he's 42? That's fine. That's I'm very fine. open-minded. Okay. Very, yeah, very open-minded. Open okay. And what are you, when we say open-minded, where where does that fall into? Would you go, for example, bungee jumping tomorrow? Absolutely. Would you go, I, I have a That's free. A go ahead. You're, you got it, Fritz. You're good. Go. Would you, hey, say, let's go on a first date, let's go swimming. Sure. There you go. So that means <laughs> okay. she's comfortable. Why I'm asking that? She's is, comfortable in her body. That's correct. Right. Okay. Right. So good now one, I'm Fritz. Her, I'm seeing her smile, laugh. I go out on a date with a fiance already, man. Hey. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I'm looking at her. I definitely think that she's funny. She's nice. I I I definitely tick yes. If we were at a speed, <laughs> at dating, a speed event, dating event, a speed dating event, um, your energy is great. I have yeah. to say, yes. sitting here in a room with you, you have uh, you have great energy. So and a smile like to die for that that's that's another thing. Beautiful teeth and a great <laughs> smile. My teeth. Yeah. Does it, do people tell you that you have beautiful teeth? Well, funny enough, at the last cook and date event that I went to, one of the um, men that was there, I ended up being partnered up with him for the cooking part okay. of the, the night. And he comes up to me and he's like, I'm really disappointed. And I'm like, why, Daniel? Why are you disappointed? And he's like, well, I went to get my teeth cleaned before coming here. And then I walk in and I see you and you're smiling. And I'm like, wow, I just wasted a whole bunch of money. So, yeah. Why? Because your teeth are so perfect. This texter, uh, Mick, writes, I'm 49, but she sounds really nice. Oh, <laughs> hi, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> she is really nice. Hey, you never know, I guess. You never yeah. know. Some 49-year-olds might be at the same stage mm-hmm. or, or what Absolutely. have you. you got to figure it out. You know, sometimes... As you say, open minded, and I just thought of something real quick. There's basketball now. Toronto is actually uh, ah, I have a hard go. time with Toronto. I mean, <laughs> I'm trying so okay, hard to jump go. on the bandwagon. So if I, I, yeah, if I would ask you to watch a a sport that you don't like, okay, yeah. that you don't like, uh-huh. would you? What would you do? What would be your response? Well. 
I was a figure skater. I actually interned at TSN 690 for. Oh, so she's a sports I'm person. A sports girl. <laughs> so, I mean, whether it's lacrosse or anything, I'm super down. Okay, so, so, you I'm like sports? Sports are a huge part of my life. Oh, that tick for a lot of guys. That's like, like whoa. My, my ultimate date would be going to like a hockey game or a football game. That to me would be. That would be your. I was. That was one of my questions. What's yeah. you? What would be your ideal date? Do you have any questions uh, for Marilyn? She's twenty nine years old. She is our Bachelorette of the Month. Uh, if you text in with a question or you're interested in going to a cook and date event, uh, we've got a ticket to give away uh, tonight to one lucky person. Uh, so do text in at 514-800. And tell us about your experiences as well with uh, the digital world of dating. Like, have you used the apps? Uh, are, is there a big downside to the apps? Have you used them and are fed up? Have you had a lot of luck? I know a lot of people who have met their significant other through the apps. Do you use um, online dating services. So let us know. 514-800. Right now, let's check in with our CJD 800 newsroom. The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's passion with CJD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. We've got a bachelorette of the month in studio. It's our dating dilemmas with Christina and Fritz. Christina of Cook and Date and Fritz Gerald Morisot of EliteSpeedDating.com. Marilyn is here. She's 29 years old. You can ask her anything, but we also want to hear from you. Um, any success stories with, uh, with dating apps? Got this text. Uh, hey, I was listening in and thought I'd share my success story with online dating apps. I met a great guy through Tinder and spoke for a while before meeting in person. Luckily, things are working out and the chemistry is great. So hang in there for others who haven't had that right match yet. It does happen. I know I used to tell my friends, it only takes one. Like, yeah, it's a numbers game, but it only really takes the one. Once you meet that one, that's it, right? Uh, another texter, Eve, writes, listening to you ladies, Marilyn is an awesome, warm-hearted, funny, smart, young lady. Always a pleasure connecting with her. She totally gets it. That's somebody who knows you, clearly. Yeah, that's See, my she's, aunt. <laughs> oh, she's rooting for you. I love it. I, I love, love it. Too. She has her, you know, people rooting for her. We are giving away tonight um, a ticket to uh, a cook and date event. So one person will get that. So text in a question, a comment. Give us your uh, dating success stories through dating apps. Or if you've been disappointed, like what... What are you disappointed with? And I want to ask you, Marilyn, in terms of your experiences with the apps, what have you used? What have you found difficult? What have you found to be the challenges? I think that I've always been a very impatient person. So okay. for me to just sit behind my phone and swipe left or right and then hoping or waiting for someone to potentially swipe right on me can get very frustrating and then if they do swipe right on me and we start a conversation, it just seems to die so quickly. It's hard okay. to keep somebody's attention when you're talking through a phone, right? And Instead then there's of... always others. Like it's always like you're one in, in like uh, hundreds, right, of, of yeah. people that they someone, may be connecting someone with. Someone else is easily accessible. So right. have you met your, your, like your, those two exes that you're yeah. talking about? How did you meet them? One was um, at school, and then the other one was through mutual friends. So, and the that, traditional way. Yeah, yeah, and that's, I think, what a lot of people who are my age that are single 
you know, we've been talking about that and that's what that's what's missing is that, you know, friendly encounter, that face to face conversation. And what led you to go to a cook and date event? Well, to be honest, my friends just I have an amazing group of girlfriends and they told me that it was about time that I get lucky in love. And so they gifted me with the cook and date experience. Oh, fun. Yeah. Okay. They asked me ahead of time if it was OK. And I said, of course, I'm like I said, I'm super open minded. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I thought it would be a great step for me. I haven't been on a date in a very long time. So it was the perfect environment for me to, you know, get my foot back in the door and, you know, have conversations with people who were there for the same reasons that I was. Right. So that made sense to you, like meeting other single people in a venue. And I think a lot of people uh, feel the same way that, Mm -hmm. that not all of us like the impersonal of the dating apps, for example, and would much prefer maybe the more traditional way of meeting people, Mm -hmm. even though it's it's fixed, like okay, yeah. cook and date is arranged. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you know, you, you know who you're. You're meeting you six, have a seven men. Let's say you know that exactly. Right, so, you yeah. know that that's and same with speed dating. Like you know you're going. It's going to be a specific amount of people, and uh, but it's a little more organic, let's mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. than uh, than what you would get on the on the dating apps. Yeah, it's still a number, right? It's still like you said, still just that one you have to meet. Yeah. But you get to know a little bit more in that short period of time about the pers- people in the room, at least, rather than it's still a lot of work. Like, I still think all these dating apps and digital is good. And it's a little bit of luck. It's a little bit of timing mm-hmm. because, I mean, right. today you're single, tomorrow you're not. Mm-hmm. If you're not on tonight, you might miss that chance, right. whatever, right? Right. But, Everything's really timing in life, right? Yeah. So I think it just, I always tell people that are actively looking like you need to be a bit everywhere. You know, you have to be out there. You have to put yourself out there. Yeah. Uh, this person texts in, I think it depends on the app. You are more likely to attract less refined people on free dating sites. The more effort you put into anything, the greater results you will get. What do you think, Marilyn? You're shaking your head. I've paid. Okay, you've done. Have, you've gone absolutely. that route. Okay. Yeah, and it becomes overwhelming. It's just any the minute your profile is up there, anybody can talk to you. Anybody can flood your inbox. And again, you know, it's it's a it's a numbers game. You're just choosing from the group of people that messaged you. You know, it's and just, it could be. I've heard that from other people. It could be very overwhelming, like almost mm-hmm. a full time job, like just weeding through absolutely. all of those yeah. uh, messages. So wouldn't like a, a website or a, an app like Bumble be better then where you get to choose like the woman is in control on Bumble? Yeah, which I think is great. Like between Tinder and Bumble, I'm I tend to use Bumble a lot more mainly because, you know, I get the opportunity. It's it's in my the, Your the, hands. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm the one who's in charge of the conversation. So if I'm already unsure about the match, then I can Fritz is disagreeing. The one guy, yeah, get out of here. (laughs) We don't need any men here. This is the thing, okay? Like, I get the I'm in charge, and and I control the conversation. Okay, so when was the last time you asked a man to go on a date? I asked. Absolutely, I've asked guys. Of course, and I've gotten rejected in the past. I that doesn't. Yeah, you're Doesn't, okay with that. You're okay, you're okay with, with that. that. Good. Just I'd like, be surprised. You know what? She is out of the box. Oh, I will definitely give that to you. And open minded. She's clearly ticking all the check yes. This one's a good one. Guys. But <laughs> okay. But 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 another. You're probably. I guarantee you. Well, no, I shouldn't say guarantee. You are not the majority. 
Okay, mm-hmm. people, they say, I want the control, but I want you to open my door. I want this. You need to approach me. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. you can't have everything. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you want Bumble? I get Bumble. It's for women. You get to choose, but at the same what? time. <laughs> what? I, 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 you get to decide. About, you get to make the, yeah. the first move. What about move? the fun of going out and saying, hey, what's Absolutely. up? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure yeah, she goes out. I'm what sure she goes out. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, like, the apps are not my number one source i'm not very you're a very social person like, absolutely you're out of, okay yeah and Good. so like i wouldn't like of the two bumble would be the one because you also want to be able to make the decision for yourself i've spoken to people on tinder that were bizarre <laughs> like they like you can report people and there's a i'm glad that there is that option because wow. some people are just very right yeah it's it's a it's and scary. i think that's what's scary for women for a lot of women they say that that it's uh it is scary. Uh, this person writes, I've paid for dating apps and I've learned that there are fake profiles with guys that seem appealing. The sites have these fake profiles to keep people motivated to pay. Not good. Yeah, I've heard of that too. I, I don't think that's great. Uh, another texter writes, I think everyone listening wishes they could meet Marilyn. She sounds like great company and what a lovely voice. I actually wanted to say sexy. Is that radio appropriate? <laughs> Clearly it is if I've told you and that's from Valerio. So that's great. Um, wonderful. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can ask our bachelorette of the month, uh, any, uh, any questions you want. Uh, text writes, I feel submissive as a woman choosing from the people in my inbox. We should change the rules for once and message men first. I do thus in a, pa- I do this in a passive aggressive way by sending a guy a flirt. Then I get a message. It is more satisfying that way. So you show your interest, but you still want them to, Make you want to get move. it. Make the first move. I think we've discussed this. This is the time where times are going to be changing. Mm-hmm. Women, you will have to make the approach. Men will so be too. waiting. I think so too. It is. And it I is think now it's okay. arrived. Yeah. It has arrived. It has arrived. Okay, it you heard here. it here first from Fritz Gerald Morisot. <laughs> it's here. That's one of the reasons why elite speed dating for the past eight years <laughs> have had a women moving around and not the men oh interesting that is one of the reasons we knew i love it you will need to choose okay we've been doing this for the last day such a modern guy such a modern guy uh we'll continue with our bachelorette uh of the month and any other questions that you have uh for me coming up from the pleasure and the politics to the hang-ups and the heartbreak you're listening to Passion, CJD 800. We've been spending time with our Bachelorette of the Month, Marilyn, 29 years old. Lots of interest, I have to say. Now, I'm not doing the fixing up. I just want to make that clear, nor am I taking any responsibility for it. Christina is. <laughs> <laughs> because if you want to meet Marilyn, uh, you'll have to go to a cook and date event where she will be, and Christina will tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're going to be there it, at, for the July for July it, for yes. the July event, right? Because you're going out of town, yeah. doing a little traveling. Mm-hmm. So we know you like to travel. I love to travel. Uh, and this texter wants to know what's Marilyn's greatest fear in dating and relationships? Loving the person more than they love me, and that's because okay. that's something that's happened in the past, mm-hmm. and so. Yeah, I think that's and I think that's what's also stopped me from dating since those two relationships. Is right. that fear? That of, fear. Yeah. Okay, that's very honest mm. and and if vulnerable of you. If I can say from a guy's perspective, it's a big fear, but that's the whole purpose of the game. 
you're gonna fear it but it's it's finding out how much you can give of yourself Mm -hmm. and that person also finding out how much they can give of themselves you're always going to have that fear factor that's going to be there a little bit Mm -hmm. but the joys of um going finding where it is and surmounting it every time is is even more beautiful Mm. so it's it's part of the game yeah, I, I hate when it's called a game, but yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you see what I mean. Yeah, we got a text from Mick who says, does Marilyn like Kiss? I have an extra ticket for the Montreal show in August. <laughs> ah, uh, but Mick's 49, so he may be a little too old for what you were looking for. Right? Yeah. All right, yeah. good. Um, this text writes, as a gay man now in my mid-50s, I last dated in 2006. I was tired of meeting or chatting with the same people on numerous sites using different call names. As well, the only type of guys wanting to date were guys from overseas looking for sugar daddies or if they were already here looking for credit card co-signers. I'm quite happy after all this time to still be free and uh single and yeah you can have uh, more casual sex and not get into a relationship if that these are the kinds of people that mm-hmm. you were finding but I, I i find it hard to believe that that's all that's out there like you gotta know i suppose you gotta look in the right places too and maybe ask friends to set you up at least then it might be a little bit different i don't know if you have advice for this gentleman or not you ever do gay cook and date events? I've done I've done a few lesbian cook and date events. Okay. Because I had a, a woman that had a group like a lesbian group, and she okay. wanted to like you know cross promote. Uh, I did some in Toronto, some gay cook and date oh, events that's in Toronto. Fun. Yeah, okay. it was fun, but uh, not not I haven't done any recently in Montreal. No. All right. Well, they, it, it, if you want one, that's easy. You mm-hmm. just have, if more gay people signed yes, up and yes, just exactly. stated their orientation and that they were yeah, looking and they for that you would that. set it up mm-hmm. oh so you could choose that on the yeah, on uh, the sites yeah on the profile mm-hmm. what about speed dating fritz have you done any i have of the... done gay speed dating okay uh actually in the gay village and outside the gay village okay so and both of them worked um not to the same extent as, as hetero ones okay just because the interests are i would say uh, less so less so Okay. Well, they did have. What I will say is, they ended up having more fun during the event. Oh, that's fun. Drinking and and, Mm -hmm. and talking, so that was more lively. But I think what's important about those speed dating is that you go in it knowing you're looking for a life partner, not just a hookup. Yes. Because the hookups you can get on Grinder, or you can get on. You know, it's it's far more easier to to do that. Uh, well, I have to say thank you. You've been a delight, Marilyn, and I wish you all the luck in the world. I, uh, again, reiterating, if anybody uh, wants to meet Marilyn, who's 29 years old, at a Cook and Date event in July, you'll have to sign up for cookanddate.com. Uh, and we do want to give away one ticket. So uh, I think we're going to give it to uh, Valerio, who texted in. Uh, so congratulations, and you can text us back. We need your email address, and then uh, Christina will get in touch with you. So thank you guys for being here, and catch us again, uh, at least Dating Dilemmas, next month when we'll have uh, maybe a bachelor, maybe a bachelorette, maybe both. Maybe both. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see where where it goes. So far, it's been successful. So, mm-hmm. well, you know, we're one for one. One for one. <laughs> we're one for one. But, hey, our success rate is 100%. <laughs> I agree. Uh, you know, Joe found somebody, and hopefully Marilyn will come back with a good story mm-hmm. uh, for us. Uh, right now, I want to just uh, spend the last couple of minutes answering some of your questions left over. Um, this text writes, uh, if a man is dating a transgender woman, 
Is there general things that he should know about having sex with her? Any comments he should not say? Are there parts of her body that he should be careful not to hurt? I think those are really great questions, and and thank you for being sensitive uh, to uh, people's experiences and what they what maybe they might find offensive or maybe might might have trouble with. But I think the person to ask is the person themselves, where you can have that conversation by saying, you know, uh, this is new to me me. I, uh, I care. I, I don't want to hurt you. Please let me know if there's anything I need to know. Uh, and, and that would open up that conversation and it would open you up to that. And it would make you certainly, uh, appear, uh, compassionate and empathetic. And that's a good thing. So that would be a, a very good thing. So I would ask the person, uh, directly because it's different for everybody. Um, Is it possible for women to have some kind of performance anxiety during sex? You've said before that we are responsible for our own orgasm, but then when I'm doing stuff to get what I need, want, I start to feel selfish, or I worry that I like the speed we're going at, but maybe he doesn't, and although it can be enjoyable, I won't climax. So then I'm too much in my head. What do I do? Of course, you've just described performance anxiety. It's exactly the same way. This is exactly what gets in the way of women's orgasms, which is why you are responsible for it because no matter how good he is, if you're in your head, you won't let yourself go. So part of that is practicing and accepting. You're not being selfish by taking pleasure for yourself. Your partner's having pleasure. That's great. But you're entitled to pleasure too. And it's, and your partner's pleasure comes from knowing that he's giving you pleasure as well. It's a big part of it. So that's not selfish. That's like, um, I'll give you the, the example of you love to give gifts to people, makes you feel good to give a gift, but receiving a gift feels selfish. Well, by doing that and not, and refusing to take the gift from someone, you are actually being selfish because you're not allowing them the pleasure of pleasuring you, of the pleasure, you're denying them the pleasure of giving. So think of it that way. Don't deny your the pleasure of giving uh, to you. So part of it is working and, and trying to relax and be in, uh, in your body. Uh, last question. My new boyfriend has herpes. How contagious is he in kissing sex? So um, kissing, no. Oral sex, like it, kissing is one kind of herpes. So if he's got a, a herpes on the mouth and he's kissing, then yes, you're going to catch herpes on the mouth. And if he goes down and t- and uh, uh, kisses your genitals, then you can get herpes in your genitals from the herpes in the mouth. But if he has genital herpes and it's controlled and it's not in an outbreak, there's still a chance of transmitting it to the partner because herpes is a skin-to-skin sexually transmitted infection. But if he's on antivirals, medication, or if he's very careful about knowing when the outbreak, when there's an outbreak or not, but mostly if he's on antivirals, uh, then that's the best you can do. Otherwise, there's very little you can do to completely protect yourself from herpes, unfortunately. Thank you all for your questions as I'm slowly losing my voice. Uh, Thanks to Dave Simon and Master Control. You can find me on social media at Dr. Lori Batito or uh, through email, which is lori at drlori.com. Coming up next on CJD, the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening and remember to live your life with passion. Mm -hmm.